on today's show i'm going to have one of my bestest friends her name is ananya anand she's an impeccable drummer she has great taste in anything that's remotely related to art and she's a wonderful human being i'm going to follow an unscripted format with this one so hope you enjoy it hello and welcome to hack talks this is your host anhata On this podcast I'll be talking about the various factors that go into making movies and shows and taking a better look at the kind of content that makes it big today. Okay. So let's get right into it. Um what's your favorite film? That is a very hard question. I have several favorite films. Let's see. Um Whiplash. Whiplash is up there. Uh 1917 we watched it together 1917 was beautiful hmm yes. the shawshank redemption obviously hope is a good thing <laughs> maybe even the best of things or no uh, you guys are in for like a best friend conversation instead of a podcast going to be chaotic as hell all right yes, um This is not the fifth time that we are recording at all. It's definitely not. Yeah. We are naturals at this. Yeah, we are naturals. It took us like a minute to warm up into it. Okay, it's exactly. only been 35 seconds. Okay. Um cool. <laughs> yes. So, like I was saying, uh 1917 Whiplash, Shawshank Redemption. Um oh, I watched this new movie. I forgot what yes. it was called. Why can't I remember it? I remember it. Let's just move ahead. <laughs> yes, you you can totally um cut me off whenever you do. So let's start with what stands out to you most about the the films that you just listed. Okay, it's mostly the it's everything. I feel like all these movies are very well rounded, especially Whiplash and Shawshank Redemption. They are. I agree. With you. Yeah, like everything the. the music the cinematography the um plot the way it's written everything just you know it's very it well rounded yeah it fits so then how important is a good background score to you i feel like it's very important because it you know it adds something to the movie that you didn't know was missing because if you watch um this the scene in 1917 where he is running to yes, like yes. deliver with the message right uh, when he's running if you watch that scene without the music it it'll seem very ordinary and rushed yes it but, definitely but like with, without exactly and like with the music it it just adds so many flavors to it it's yeah i just said it way too many times in this sentence right don't worry about okay so um let's take like let's go further with um music in india so how much do you think music is respected in india as a first question about it um i would say it absolutely isn't at least when we're talking about uh songs in the bollywood movies. the songs that have been the used in the movies yeah just everything man the remastering of several old songs that were perfectly all right and the lyrics in the songs are so weird 
to say the least it's 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 just so random it's like they picked out three words and they're like hey what can we come up with today and it's come um, yeah they just focused on you know objectification of women in comparison to i don't know your cars and stuff it's just a very chaotic um that is true it's yeah, it, yeah. it's wow <laughs> just the uh, music in the bollywood industry is terrible ironic considering their industry is based off of every film having you know at least four songs in it having music numbers every 10 minutes and okay that's probably why i think it's because of quality over quantity sorry wait it's quantity <laughs> over quality that is why it's so like i don't know they just have the most random songs like there's a movie there, there's a movie about child trafficking and they'll have songs about how amazing this one girl's hair looks it doesn't make sense it's not even related to the movie in any way you just want to throw in half naked people in your in your shots because it attracts a lot of audience i know so like and like as you just said like there's song numbers every um i don't know 10 20 minutes but a person who i think is really good in this area specifically is shujit sarkar because like if you look at um pink there's only one song in the entire film and it and there are zero dancing people and i understand that it is because of the gravity of the plot but even then if you had someone like rohit shetty direct pink oh god which i don't think is uh, which i don't think is <laughs> That's realistic cause but no one needs that <laughs> yeah so like you know there would have been a song if someone else had directed it but the mm-hmm. song that was even there in pink was about how there was um you know they were chained to darkness and there was no clarity about anything so i think it is so important for your songs to ro- correlate to the plot and that is exactly. so absent exactly. that is so absent in our industry um, so like in hollywood there are so many adaptations of like great books and stuff or mm-hmm. they're doing like remakes of old very old movies so there is so much literature and there is so much more culture in india do you think it does like do you think it's wrong that they are not you know using that literature to their benefit because right now all i think it is throwing cars around i think it's very 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 wrong we have we have so many resources so many things we can use to create beautiful movies and it's so sad that all these are going on no i wouldn't even say underutilized because it's not being utilized at all you can see exactly like wow this is a very very good question um and i do not know how to answer it wait hold on let me let me um, you know worry about it um yeah like we just have so many resources that we are in utilizing and that i think that's very stupid because we are so culturally rich and diverse there are so many things we can touch so many topics we can touch so many things and people we can include but we always just resort to making uh, a movie about twins that have been separated at birth and they live in this i don't i'm i'm just dissing jodwatu at this point but it's it's sad man 
there are like forty-seven films about twins being separated. I know. It's like we get it. You can't take care of your children. <laughs> Stop making <laughs> movies. <laughs> that is very that. That's a good way to point it out. So, and like I was watching an interview with um this amazing actress called Parvati. I'm so sorry, I can't remember her last name. Mm-hmm. She's a South Indian actress, and she's like amazing at her work. So she was talking about how she does not do films that are sending out the wrong message. Wrong message, as in you know, uh, Kabir Singh. Mm-hmm. in that genre so she like openly spoke about how important it is for her to do films that are socially responsible because it makes her feel secure mm-hmm. so what where do you think is the line between the audience perceiving it wrongly or the actor doing the right work who, who who's to take the blame here for whatever's wrong in films hmm, that is an excellent question um I feel like the movie can't dictate what the audience like or like the perceiver does. Again, it comes down to the individual, but it can shape a person's thoughts because we often do things that we are exposed to. So, Kabir Singh, for example, when you show um, no, again, this is very controversial because you have you have action films that show things like blowing up cars. and that is very cool don't get me wrong but it's not something like you have common sense you're not going to go blow up a car right exactly so again it comes down to the perceiver they should know how to distinguish between right and wrong or what is practical and not so right so that brings me to my next question do you think that um actors should let the plot control which role they take instead of just you know being like i'm going to be socially responsible because like you know someone might perceive it the wrong way and i might be to blame for you know someone's wrong doings hmm that is a very subjective question yeah that can yeah that's true is, like yeah. i don't know your views on this you tell me it's you go ahead and tell me how you feel about that so here's what i think i like you said it depends on the perceiver and you know your attitudes are not your attitudes and behaviors are not shaped by you know what you see in cinema alone because like you've got mm-hmm. your environment at home at school wherever you are conditioned to do whatever you're conditioned to do so i see you've been not, paying right? attention in the psychology lecture <laughs> last year okay <laughs> yuri bronfelbrenner hi there he's dead <laughs> i'm going to cut this please don't this is golden don't cut this out all right, right so <laughs> right so i was saying like all of these factors go into you know building and shaping a person's attitude so i don't think it is right for anyone to think that they are socially responsible yeah uh, i mean it's your decision obviously but like mm-hmm. if you think about what each and every person is going to do um you know after watching your film or what you know how it affects them you could just go ahead and do what you love instead of letting other people's lives dictate your own that is true but again that varies from situation to situation like yeah, there are several subjective. very grave topics and and they are impo- it's important for you to play them the way they're supposed to be played like the roles and the character and the story because like when you're touching topics like um casteism and racism and 
homophobia and stuff like that it's important for you to i i don't know the it's word it's important to discourage homophobia and like casteism and stuff like that but when it comes to like like any film which touches on a grave issue i think it's important to find the line between encouragement and discouragement because Definitely. some films really do end up like kabir singh in a way ended up you know encouraging i didn't watch the film but yeah, i knew so did much I. about it yeah yeah wow <laughs> we just spoke a lot about it with <laughs> sorry if you guys find that opinion irrelevant but it's there anyway so um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah what was i saying Uh, wait, hold on. I remember. This is golden. <laughs> All right, you were talking about how uh, Kavi Singh, in a way, did promote violence, but also like it's not solely. Again, again, it comes down uh, comes down to the way an individual was raised. There yeah, are so many true. aspects. There are so many aspects. That's Can't... where it begins. Yeah, like if I if okay if I grew up uh watching. Tom and Jerry. I'm not go. Okay, that's a terrible example. I don't know where I thought that would go. I, I just. Is your brother? I do that, anyways. But like, um, you know what? <laughs> go ahead and speak. I'm going to shut up. So, in the same interview that you know, Miss Parvati, I I don't know her last name, was talking about um. you know how it is important for herself to take films that are socially responsible mm-hmm. the person who was in arjun reddy i think his name is vijay devarakonda yeah it was him so he was like it begins at home it begins yes. like with our upbringing so i know that i portrayed a very controversial character but that's all i did i portrayed it i'm not encouraging that behavior yes yeah so i think that that's a very good perspective to have because yes. you if you're an actor you're supposed to exactly you're yes. supposed to you can't keep playing one dimensional glorified heroes it doesn't work that huh, way same. exactly i think the most worst like the person who's caught up with being versatile is like akshay kumar oh well. god dude but he's like a controversial human being yeah, i i i uh, man all right <laughs> It's not okay. Listen, I I really I really couldn't care any less about their political views and stuff. But just the movies they make aren't. See, not, not the, very great. The but thing like, is, comparison. Huh. Indian cinema knows how to reach an audience. They know who the uh, the movie is marketed towards. that is true and yes. it's uh, there's so much unwanted masala and random dance numbers and just it's but they know what they're doing that's the thing and the songs are all over the place dude that is true they're very irrelevant to the plot so i think they could cut down on the songs a lot no i don't think so. i feel like it's it's great that you know the dance numbers are what distinguishes bollywood uh, from not just bollywood several indian uh, like you know uh, cinemas like that's yes. what distinguishes them from the west and i think that's amazing but you can do that in so many other ways you can get uh, songs relevant to the plot and add dance numbers if you if that's so important to you go ahead and do it but make it make sense <laughs> 
yeah it should be relevant like you know if if a dance number just shows randomly out of nowhere like i like it when it fits into the plot quite seamlessly like you know you're in lagan an office so in lagan there was like a dance number with a heroine dances at uh, it was a i think it was janmashtami it was uh-huh. something related yes. to krishna and radha so it fit into them celebrating a festival and so that, that was beautiful exactly like yes. also okay since okay i why am i clapping i'm okay i'm going to stop clapping um, what is with the five token white people in the background of every bollywood song there are five there are there are at least five white women dancing in the background for no reason the okay now the song could be set in a village where the locals are dancing around a tree and you just have random white ladies dancing there where did they come from they aren't in the movie <laughs> they're just there for the song and then they leave so i think i can attribute that to like the pedestal that has been given to white people that is like they worship them already. dude colorism in india is the mo- okay movies movies and several songs promote colorism like <laughs> I I totally understand what you were saying though like the colorism is extreme in India and it is important like to find the line between being socially responsible and commercial at the same time yes like, yeah commercial raho but you know do it responsibly but not as itna responsibly that becomes like kind of bland for um you know the what do you call the people who watch the film viewers the viewers yes <laughs> viewers a cookie for yeah, you so, and that was the first collaboration on hack talks that was ananya anand in case anyone missed out on that intro this was the first unscripted episode as well a lot of firsts happening here so uh, ananya i hope you enjoyed being on the show we talked about so many productive things is there anything you'd like to say to conclude uh thank you for letting me talk over you for 20 minutes straight that was a very normal experience because it happens all the time uh and yeah thanks for having me i had a great time you're very welcome i wouldn't have had anyone else be the first guest so thank you more oh. importantly for those of you who don't know fun fact ananya encouraged me to go forth with the podcast so thank you so much to you yes well. so uh, all the credit goes okay i'm just kidding This was Hat Talks with your host Anhata. Make sure to subscribe so you won't miss an episode and thank you so much for listening. You can find me online on Instagram at Hat Talks. If you like the show please spread the word. Until next week.